Sefer Bamidbar is called Chumash HaPikudim because of the fact that it has two censuses of the Jewish people. The first is, of course, in Parshas Bamidbar, and the second is in Parshas Pinchas. The major difference between the censuses is the first one was account for the Jews traveling through the desert and the wars they would need to fight, which is why the term Kol Yotzei Tzava appears so many times in Bamidbar Perak Aleph. The census in this week's parsha is to prepare for the wars that would lead to the conquest and settlement of Eretz Yisrael, which is why the focus here is not Litzivosam and Kol Yotzei Tzava, which is only mentioned once. Instead of that, we're speaking about the families who are each going to receive inheritances, and also the Yotzei Mitzrayim who receive an inheritance. And we see the difference as far as the explanation for why the Leviim are not included in the count. In Bamidbar Perak Aleph, we're told, because they encamp in a different place, close to the Mishkan, which they cared for and carried. In this week's parsha, we're told the Leviim are not included in the count because they did not receive a Nachala amongst the Jewish people. This explains also various references to specific individuals within the census in this week's parsha, people who would not receive an anachala and people who would receive anachala. An example of those who were special in receiving anachala were, of course, Benot Slavchad, who are mentioned by name in the census, the only women mentioned in the census. We also have people mentioned by name who would not receive anachala, like Dasan Va'aviram, who we're told would not receive anachala because of their rebelliousness against Moshe in the story of Korach and throughout the time in the Midbar. Even their relatives would not receive a nachala in their place. After mentioning this, the Torah says four words in a very cryptic way. Uvenei Korach, lo metu. The sons of Korach, as opposed to Das and Vaviram, lo metu. They were not killed in the rebellion of Korach. And the question is, what's the story, the backstory behind the Bnei Korach, who are not like Das and Vaviram, who would and could have received a nachala? The Gemara in Sanhedrin Daf Kuf Yud tells us the famous story about how when the ground opened its mouth and <clears throat> all the people were swallowed up as they were falling down into the depths of the earth, B'nai Korach did tshuva. And they said, Moshe v'toroso emes v'hein badoim. They said, Moshe and his Torah are the truth, and we, speaking about themselves, they, we are those who spoke falsity. The B'nai Korach realized on the way down and expressed their recognition of their sin. But of course, it was a moment too late. And they were left hanging in between on a ledge between Earth's surface and the depths below. And there's a huge lesson here about how important it is for us to realize what we need to realize before it's too late. And what happens when we realize a minute too late. It may have been a minute before being fully swallowed up, but it was a minute after their lives could have continued and they could have moved forward with the rest of the Jewish people into the Jewish future. Let's try and internalize and learn the lessons we need to learn before it's a minute too late. Shabbat Shalom.